0: Anderson afternoons the podcast hello and thank you for checking out the podcast would you do me a favor subscribe to the podcast and please rate the podcast thanks i appreciate it on the podcast today we're going to talk about these big lotto jackpots in the states what would you do if you won money like that and we're going to go through some voicemails from the talk line 774 774- Talk, all coming up here on the podcast. How I drove down to the States a few days ago and bought mega ball tickets for myself and a group of people. All the tickets that we bought ended up winning just $4. I guess it doesn't matter how many tickets you buy. I have a better chance of winning here in Canada. And I guess we should be buying Canadian anyhow. So let's update you on the lottery. Here's what happened, if you missed it. Those two big jackpots in the States, well, one of them has now been won. Lottery officials say someone has won the record $1.6 billion Mega Millions jackpot. Our first winning number tonight is 28, that's followed by 70. Mega Millions officials say the winning ticket that matches all six numbers was purchased in South Carolina. The jackpot is the largest ever for a lottery grand prize. The odds of winning it were 1 in 302.5 million. I'm Mike Hempen. Here's another one. The Mega Millions ballooned to Mega Billions last week, breaking a world record. The jackpot just got bigger and bigger. No winner since July. The jackpot and the unprecedented cash payout of 904 million dollars had lotto fever spreading across the U.S. I just want to be a New Yorker that wins.
1: I could I could use part of 1, uh, 1. 1.6 billion. You know,
0: Mega Millions confirmed early this morning there is only one winning jackpot ticket. Tonight's Powerball jackpot is up to 620 million dollars. Kenneth Moten, ABC News, Washington. So we'll see if that second big jackpot goes tonight. But the other one, $1. $1.6 billion has been won, one ticket in South Carolina. And so we did some thing. Now, if they take the cash payout, which I'm sure they will, it'll be something like $910 million. So I did some quick figuring because I'm kind of a numbers guy. You may not know that about me, but I'm kind of a numbers guy. So I... Uh, I wrote down on my piece of paper, 910 million. That's six zeros, right? Yeah. And uh, listen, I know a couple of people in the banking business. I'm going to conservatively say that if you plop $910 million down on a table, I could get you 5% a year. I think you could do better. I'm pretty sure you could do better than that. But let me just be conservative. Let me just rate that down, 5%. <clears throat> okay. So let's figure this out. Let's see how, without even touching the 910, Connor Stanis, jump in here. I'm going to teach you some, this is, you've heard of math and then new math and algebra and all this. This is how math. How math. This is how math. Oh boy. Okay. So 910 million, 5%. That's what we're going to figure out. So I'm curious to know, if I put that money in the bank or invested it property, 5% return on investment. Hmm. Which is uh, ROI? If you ever see ROI, it's return on investment. Mm. I'd be curious to know how much nine hundred and ten million dollars in the bank would make a person every year, because I don't want to touch my principal. That's fair. I want to see want to save that nine hundred and ten uh, million for a rainy day. You got to keep that. Yeah, gotta no, right. No. Yeah. So how much money could I generate every year, and could I do some good with that that money? So. Can you hum or something while I'm figuring this out? Doo, 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 do, 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 Carry the four. Doo, 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 what's, by doo, the way, what's pi? Do you know what pi is? 3.14? Close enough. All right, keep humming. Doop, 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 doop. Doo. Okay, I think I've done my math on this. $910 million Um, every year at 5%. You would make without touching that 910 million dollars about 45 million dollars a year. A year. Could you not do some good with that and never have to touch that 910 million dollars? I could think of some some pretty good opportunities there. You could take 25 million for yourself and still have 20 million <laughs> to set up a foundation or every year. Every year. Every year. Isn't it that phenomenal? Invest people don't just spend it. You got to invest. Yeah, I. I mean, we talked about this the other day. Yeah, I think at nine hundred and ten million dollars, you probably don't don't have to invest the whole thing. <laughs> okay, maybe not all. And you probably wouldn't have to invest a dime if you didn't really want but to. Think of the forty five million. Of that. Yes, every year, every year, and never touch nine hundred and ten million dollars. You got to work smart, not hard. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. I love doing stuff like that.
1: <laughs> Hell and, and, then,
0: and then you just sit around and think about spending all that money, you know, without ever spending the bulk, the capital, the, pr- the principle of it, you're spending... What country <sighs> am I going to this month? Wow. Yeah. Makes me want to run to the States and get a ticket before this other draw tonight. That's oh. what it makes me want to do. Oh, and we actually may... Um, and I am this guy. I am definitely this guy. I am... The guy who only plays big jackpots. See, I get it. And I'm kind of embarrassed that I am that guy. Because, let's face it, you know, a few million would be fine. We It was you and I that had this conversation the other yep. day, right? Yep. And we were saying how a million isn't a million like it used to be. What it would take to I get you to out sound, of your job. I, yeah, I don't want to sound, you know, la da and, you know, a million's a million bucks. It's significant. Mm. But I am the the guy who only plays big jackpots. I may have something on that later. You're like a fair-weather lottery guy, hey? Kind of. Hmm. Yeah, if we have time, I may have something on that later on. Fair enough. Let's see what today is. Oh, today is Food Day. Today is Baloney Day. Okay. Today is United Nations Day. Oh, it was on this day. That's actually a big deal for in Canadian history, too. On this day in 1945, the United Nations officially came into existence as its charter took effect on this day, 1945, U.N. Day. It's Unity Day, and it's also World Development Information Day. Back to baloney day. Do you like (laughs) baloney? Uh... Yeah, I, I, don't th- I don't think people eat bologna like they used to. When we were kids, it was ah, oh, here bologna sandwich, right? Yeah, no problem there. I have kind of grown out of it. It was it was when I was a kid too. I think parents get away with feeding you bologna as a kid. Yeah. Now I don't think no. It's mm, they're better. And I would not want to know what's in that bologna. salami. There's you know sun dried. Oh, I, I love salami. Some sun dried, you know, all, yeah. all that. But tum- just plain bologna? Mm. No, not so much anymore. I don't think. My dad, Gordon, God love him used to cut up a big, thick uh, piece of bologna. He'd fry it up in the pan, mm. and he'd throw it between a couple of uh, pieces of bread, and he'd uh, call it, yeah, I think he called it a hobo steak or something. <laughs> you know, it's a piece of bologna, right? Dollar but, steak? But, yeah, because yeah. my dad came from nothing. Okay. Had nothing, so he used to tell the stories all the time about, you know, how tough it was growing up. And, so today is bologna day, if you care. <laughs> I promised you we would squeeze in here some voicemails because I've taken over the talk line. The talk line here at CJOB is now mine. This is your way to leave me a message. 204-774-TALK, 774-TALK, 774-8255. And the idea is I know it's busy mid-afternoon. Maybe you can't call in during the show. Maybe you're not emailing much. You can leave me a message now. It's a great way to stay in touch with me. So after I got off the air yesterday, I went and checked the uh, voicemail on the talk line, and there were lots of messages, including this one. Take a listen.
1: Yeah, hell, I was uh, wondering. You said many, many, uh, was a couple of years ago, you got for a present a big toilet seat that was really great, and uh, no pun intended, I'd like to uh, know where you can get those because these small ones are no good. But uh, if you could mention that sometimes, or maybe put a label on uh, the Hal Anderson seat and sell it yourself. I mean, I'd buy one fast. A lot of people would. Now
0: uh, you have a great memory because I don't think I've talked about my big toilet seat for many years, but I got it as a gift. (laughs) It's true. And it's called the big John, the big John toilet seat. Now, I will say this, it was not on my toilet for long because my wife took one look at this thing and she said, we are not having that on our toilet. Now, if you want to do that on another toilet in another part of the building, the house, you go ahead, but you're not putting that on our main toilet in our main washroom. So it's called the big John. And I went online to see if they still had these damn things. And this company is doing great guns. It's called Big John Toilet Seats. In fact, here is a bit of their ad from online. Think of your favorite chair.
2: Maybe it's big and cushy. Maybe it's big and firm and reclines. Maybe it's big and it's just in your favorite spot. No matter what, odds are if it's your favorite seat, it's probably pretty big. So why are you on a small toilet seat? Oh, seriously. The average chair is 19 inches wide. Average toilet seat? 14 Why would you do that to yourself? It's the one seat that you have to sit on every day if things are going well So why be uncomfortable doing it? I'm here to tell you there are options pop online and check out big John toilet seats extra wide extra tall extra comfortable and a perfect fit for everyone no matter the size End the seat stigma and be comfortable Get a big John
0: Big John Toilet Seats. There you go. And that's a freebie. I'm giving it to them for nothing. There's no charge for that. Big John, there you go. Just trying to help out a listener who wants a better toilet seat. That's it. Uh, oh, and then let me play this, and this will tee up the audio that I'll play for you after the 3 o'clock news, okay? This is also from that talk line, 774-TALK-774-8255. Hey, how? Uh, just dredge, Dave. You know, now that pot's legal and all this stuff, I think
1: it's time for uh, Dorothy Dobie talking to... That was the funniest thing
0: I've ever heard in my life. Dorothy Dobie talking to that old lady. And uh, it would really be cool. Uh, That was so funny. So funny. Just something to put in your hat. Think about it. Take care, buddy. Bye. As my good friend, Dredge Dave, calls in all the time. So... Yeah, he's talking about, uh, back in the day, Dorothy Doby did a show on Sunday mornings here on CGOB called The Gardener, and she got a call from a listener to her show, and it's crazy. We put it up on YouTube back in the day, and the thing went viral. This woman phones up, and it's obvious that her, I can't remember if it was her son or, was her son or her nephew or something, it was obvious from the call he was growing pot. And she thought he was growing tomatoes. And she was trying to get advice on how to make these tomatoes grow better from Dorothy Dolby, the gardener on CJOB. It was hilarious. Well, Dredge, Dave, and everybody else who remembers that audio, I have dug it up. I have questions. Um, my nephew, he brought
1: me these strange-looking plants. And um, oh he called them tomato plants. Right. And he wants me to, you know, he put a big bulb up in the basement, so I water them every day. And um, they're not making any tomatoes. Uh.
2: Well, it's too, it's there's not enough light yet, Rosalie. Uh, you have to, uh, where do you, you have a light there for them?
1: Yeah, he, put, he gave me a great big light bulb, and then I, I let it go on for 18 hours,
2: yeah. and, and then I
1: turn it off. And but it's starting to smell,
2: you know, smell it. It doesn't <laughs> sound like it's tomato to me. I'm so, I'm afraid, Mark Rosemary, it sounds it's like it might be something quite different. <laughs> um, but you can take it outside during the day right now, whatever it is, and it'll do better than it will in the, um, in the basement. Yeah, so I should take it out of the basement and just put it in
1: the backyard?
2: Well, just during the day when it's warm, and then put it back down at night. Yeah, because
1: there's like almost... 40 of and,
2: and
1: starting to smell up
2: my face. Rosemary, you know what? I think you should be asking your nephew what those plants are. They don't sound like tomatoes to me. <laughs> well, he
1: told me they were tomato
2: plants. Yeah, I think he might be just not quite telling you the truth.
1: Well, I can get him
2: miles. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Rosemary. It, it doesn't sound like you got tomatoes, but thanks for your call. Bye bye. <laughs> Oh, that
0: sounds interesting. <laughs> Dorothy Dolby wrap that call up fast, eh? Rosemary's calling in. I got 40 tomato plants in the basement, uh, Dorothy, and the, they're not growing any tomatoes, but we got a big uh, light, and I'm turning the light on for 18 hours. Oh, you want to talk to him? Hang on. Miles! <laughs> oh, my gosh. And classic. it smells classic. Classic, classic, classic. That is great radio. It's vintage. Dredge Day, thank you for suggesting that we find that and play that for everybody else. That was fantastic. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.